Yo, what's going on, you guys? And welcome back to the Anime Plus podcast. This is your podcast for everything anime and anime related. Unfortunately, I'm a little sick right now, so I, you know, you guys are gonna have to hear all my my weird voice, bro. So sorry about that, man. But with that being said, I'm your boy Ari, and with my co-host On On, say what's up. What's up, bro? How's it going? I'm glad to have you back. My man has been sick. Prayers up for my boy Aray. Getting better though. Getting better. And we appreciate you popping up even while you're sick. So yeah. This man is dedicated, bro. Dedicated. Even while he's sick, still pulling up to the pod. Yo, doing, I've been, bro. Doing, long, I've been, bro. <laughs> doing a long stream, a long session right now. Um, just doing it for the fans. You know what it is? But yeah, let's get into it, bro. All right, <laughs> uh, man. Before we get into the video, we gotta shout out our sponsor, man. Drop click on this is all you, bro. I got you. So Boys and girls, if your setup is not looking the best, if your setup is looking kind of, you know, whack, no colors, straight black, which what we have right, right here are mouse pads and keycaps that will elevate your setup. Um, a, sh- a shit ton of different designs. Um, and a lot of the designs, they actually match with each other. Just like that one in front of you, it's um a royalty one we made with, uh, we collabed with a creator on that one. And it's one of our best sellers. But just generally, if you're trying to elevate your desk setup and actually trying to bring flair to your environment and your workspace, then definitely check out our website. And also check out our socials, um, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Appreciate that. And also, if you do order, use code ANIMEPLUS for 10% off. And that's all I got to say, my man. Word, word. Yeah, make sure you guys use code ANIMEPLUS. Link will be in the description so you guys can check it out for yourself. But uh, back to the video. So we found this article out here talking about Pokemon. It's been a minute since we talked about Pokemon on the pod. Everybody loves Pokemon. So we, we had to do this one here because obviously recently Pokemon just finished. So this article that we're going to be doing is 10 Mysteries the Pokemon Anime Never Resolved Before Retiring Ash. So obviously there's a bunch of theories and mysteries that we don't really get the full completion on when it comes to Pokemon. So this is 10 of them right here. So some of these are pretty far. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I mean, there's a ton of mysteries when it comes to Pokemon. Because of the world itself, it's such a vast world. And so much weird shit is always happening. And it goes, like, unnoticed, too, until you actually, like, look into it. But I'm definitely ready to see what we're getting into. And I'm ready to see all these unresolved uh, mysteries and whatnot. All right. So okay. <laughs> Are you ready for this one? Yeah. So coming in at number 10, bro, we got the classic, who and where is Ash's father? Look, all I'm going to say is, bro. Look, all I'm going to say is Professor Oak. (laughs) Yeah, he was a little bit too close to Ash's mom. I'm not going to lie. That's what I'm saying, bro. Professor Oak was a bit too close to Ash's mom. Um, We don't know who his real father is. I think Professor Oak might have just went out for some milk and became a professor afterwards, but... Just generally, yeah, we don't know if Ash has a father, where that dude is, if he's still alive, if he was a Pokemon trainer. What We don't know anything about Ash's father. We actually barely get glimpses of Ash's mother. We do, like, here and there, where we get the character, we get her character, as in we know that she's, you know, a loving mother that's always caring for Ash. But actually, what I what I realized throughout watching the show is why is Ash's mom mad dumb sometimes? Yo, is that just me? Real. <laughs> like, 
sending um sending a kid out into the world at 10 years old um only giving him like shoes or something so he can run a bit faster no this is crazy <laughs> but generally what do you what do you think about this whole father situation this fatherless situation actually yeah honestly he could have just left because you know his wife or uh, his baby ma is kind of dumb i'm not gonna lie now i'm just playing but I always assumed when I was a kid that Ash's dad was like a legendary trainer doing his own thing, or he was a super, he was like the champion or whatever. But obviously that was just a theory and obviously that never happened, but I don't know, man. I I just always assumed that he was like a trainer. Yeah, me too. Honestly, I assumed that too. Um, I assumed that we were going to meet him in the future, but that never happened. And maybe, maybe <laughs> Ash's father died before a timeline. Um, yeah. Rip Ash's dad, aka Professor Oak. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, let's get to the next one. All right, yo. Uh, number nine is why Pikachu is adverse to its Pokeball. Yo, that's kind of facts, bro. We never figured out why Bro never liked the, the Pokeball. Like every other Pokemon liked it or was fine with it. Yes, Pikachu. that's yeah. It's kind of crazy because yeah, you're right. Every every Pokemon really did like um the Pokeball. I don't know what was inside. I don't know what would happen. I don't know what type of environment uh, there was inside the Pokeball. I always just imagined it to be like a lounge at, like a lounging oh, area. Too. Like, like, like they'd be vibing in the Pokeball and just chilling. And then what I thought was that all Pokeballs are kind of connected together in one like Pokeball world. It's not like like, as in, they have their own alternate world once they enter the Pokeball, and they're all just chilling together. Not like um each individual Pokemon is separate because they're in the Pokeball. But just generally, I don't know. This guy always had an attitude. Pikachu always had an attitude. Um, he low-key made Ash his bitch. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. He bitched up Ash. I was like, nah, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not going into the Pokeball. Um, and this was from day one. This was from the first time. Ash even tried throwing a Pokeball at him. He literally just whacked it with his tail. I remember that. And since that day, um, apparently they've been best friends, but he's never actually listened to him in that front. But yeah, it's a, it's a very weird situation. But I think um, when it comes to like main character type Pokemons, if you know what I mean, some of them don't really go into the Pokeball. Like yeah. who is the other dude? Uh, Brock. Brock had that that Krogunk, I think it was. Yeah, he was always chilling too. Yeah, like Krogunk would never get in the Pokeball. He would actually, he would, he would be beating Brock's ass. Yeah, <laughs> for real. And then there was Psyduck that was always chilling too. Oh yeah, true. Psyduck was chilling. Meowth was chilling. I th I think, <clears throat> yeah, main character Pokemon just got their spotlight and they didn't get put in the ball. But yeah, I mean, other than that, I have nothing really to say about it. Yeah, honestly, like Loki, I feel like a bigger theory or a bigger um thing that we never got solved is the Pokeball itself. Like obviously, you know, there's Pikachu, you know, who really cares? Whatever. It's like it's a one off. But what what happens? How does the Pokemon fit in that thing? You know what I mean? Like how much space does it have? Like what's it like? Where do they go? Can a can a human go inside the ball? You know what I mean? I feel like those are way bigger mysteries that went unsolved compared to just one Pokemon not liking it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> the so-called technology behind the Pokeball, like, it makes zero sense how a living creature can just go inside of a ball. But obviously, you know, it's a fiction thing, but <laughs> this article is going straight up against fiction as if 
yeah. as, as if Pokemon was was a full non-fiction real life story. But nice. that's funny as hell. Let's get into the next one though. Alright, yo. So coming in at number eight is the other starting trainers in Kanto. So obviously in the beginning, if you if you remember you started watching Pokemon, the first thing that happens is Ash misses his alarm and then he kind of misses the first day where every single um trainer, like starting trainer takes a Pokemon and the only one left over is Pikachu and you know Ash is having that dream or whatever. We never really get to know what happens with the rest of the trainers. Um obviously uh I believe who who did Gary take? Was it was it Squirtle? Like or what was I can't remember. Yeah it was Squirtle. It was Squirtle. Right, right. So Gary took one, but we don't really know what happened to the other ones. Yeah apparently so apparently the other trainers came in before um apparently there was more trainers. We just never saw them. We only saw Gary, but I do. I do. I would wish if we saw you know the other the other trainers, in in the games. I think we only really did really fight one one person. Right, always... right. In in that village in the game, it was literally just you, Gary, and like the professor's house, and that was literally all there was in the village. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was. Um, and it, and then Gary would always have the weakness of your Pokemon whenever you played. And it was kind of AIDS. So you, you always had to be like one step. You ha- always had to overtrain your main because, um, or find a weakness, a reverse weakness to it because um, Gary always had the weakness to your main. And that's, that was mad annoying. But just generally, I don't know where any of the trainers were. I don't, I don't like, I don't know if it starts the same way, um, you know, school starts where everyone starts in the same uh, time. But maybe it's like only it was only Ash and and um, Ash and Gary at that first yeah, initial yeah. moment maybe, but definitely we did we don't see anybody else from Pallet Town. So, I don't know anybody else from Pallet, bro. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying, man. But yeah, let's get into the next one though. These yeah. I feel like I feel like there's nothing to really say about it in terms of, um, like, yeah, no, hundred percent, like. Honestly, they're they're just NPCs at the end of the day. Like, I but I can't. We I'm pretty sure not just me and you, but everyone wanted to see like you know who's repping that hood. You feel me? Like where's where's everyone else? <laughs> where they're at? Exactly, bro. I was trying to see like a bigger community at Pallet because right. you have like the best so-called trainers coming from there, mm-hmm. which are which is two for two, Ash and Gary, and um other than that, you know, there's really just it's just the woods and probably some. Zigzagoons or something, but that's it. <laughs> oh, dude. All right, yeah, let's get into the next one, man. Yo, you remember those zigzagoons, bro? <laughs> bro, of course, man. Those shits were so annoying. Hey, bro, I think they come in different colors now. I'm not even joking. Oh, <laughs> yeah, they're like they're like black and white now, in like different regions. I don't know, bro. I got a little confusing. I'm not gonna lie. Damn, yo. But yeah, let's get into the next one. All right, so this next one is about the the GS ball never being used. So if you remember what the GS ball was, do you remember what that was on? No, I don't honestly. So it's it's supposed to contain the Celebi, um, which obviously, you know, Celebi is like a legendary or mystical Pokemon, whatever the hell you want to call it. But they never really t- like they they hyped it all up. They're like, yo, it's just like golden Pokeball, blah, blah, blah. And then it just never it just kind of left the story. Like, what's in there? Like what what's it gonna be used for? Or like what are you supposed to do with it? And like what's like how's there only one you know what i mean like like there's yeah. so much mystery around it but we really didn't get anything to it, it just it was like a whole plot line and just ended right there yeah so is this higher than 
like the master ball level i i guess so i, I, don't, I don't even know man because this i mean i guess so yeah because like master ball is an auto auto catch regardless of whatever it is it's right. it's an insta catch but um damn we i've never I, I mean i don't remember this um this episode obviously i do remember celebi celebi was a legendary pokemon I don't I don't know if she was really strong. She was just yeah, some kind of spirit or something. Yeah. But um I honestly don't remember too much about the ball, so I can't I don't really have an opinion on it. But if it's more rare than a master ball and th- there's no backstory, they kind of messed up with that one. Right, right. No. So I was just reading through this article real quick while you're talking, and they were saying like <laughs> it was meant to be a build-up for the Pokemon Forever movie, which is of course that's the Celebi movie. Um, and I guess they just kind of scratched it, um, which I mean, sure, like an idea is kind of half baked until you actually get to it. So it makes sense. But like, why? And like, it leaves us all hanging like, yo, what the hell, bro? If it's supposed to contain Celebi, how does Celebi get caught? You know, who created that Pokeball and all that? You know what I mean? Just like a never ending can of worms to be solved. Facts. I mean, I don't remember the Celebi movie, to be honest. I just remember Celebi being kind of a sick Pokemon. Yeah. But not being really too useful, but being like a very um aesthetically pleasing Pokemon. Yeah, you yeah. could say. But yeah, let's get into the next one. All right. Starting from I think that after this next one, we're gonna start cooking, bro. I know there's some really good ones. But uh let's get into the next one. So this is a unsolved mystery about the rest of Tobias's team. I don't know if you remember this guy, but we, we were talking about it a little bit before the pod, and this is a guy that was supposedly like unbeatable, like he had some of the craziest Pokemon throughout Sinnoh region, and bro just went crazy, bro. Yeah, so <clears throat> so uh, I'll I'll give a little context on what I remember of Tobias. So this was like the Pokemon Champion League, I think they were uh they were in, and Tobias was just knocking opponents one after the other, quick, 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 in quick su- successions. Like no one could even touch touch his Darkrai. Darkrai was first his first Pokemon and the only Pokemon he used for the whole entire um tournament until the last fight with Ash. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was the last fight with Ash. But uh it was a hard fought battle until I think um I forgot who, which Pokemon specifically specifically it was, but after like three three to four Pokemon, Ash took was the first one to take out Darkrai ever and uh, then we saw his second Pokemon, and it was another. It was another uh, legendary. It was Latios. Latios, and after that, we realized this guy is too broken. Like he has Darkrai, and right. he has he has Latios. Two for two are legendary. Like what else does this dude have under on like under his belt? The thing is, um, Ash and I think Latios went at it. I mean, Pikachu and Latios went at it. They both. Um, KO'd each other at the end, if I remember correctly. And um that was it. I mean, uh Tobias won. Ash, you know, lost all his Pokemon. But we never got to see the third Pokemon because they both got KO'd at the same time. But the fact that Ash even KO'd a Darkrai and a Latios is pretty impressive. But even more props to Tobias, the fact that he caught both, you know, he has both those Pokemon. But yeah, yeah it's a mystery. We're not we're never going to know what the other four Pokemon were in his in his squad. But <clears throat> we know that mm-hmm. the first two Pokemon will wipe out anybody <laughs> and anything if need be. 
A real talk, yeah. though, I, I don't even care about the rest of his team. I just want to know how the hell he was able to get Dark Ryan Latios. Like, that's that's crazy, bro. Bro pulling up on legendaries or whatever you want to call them, mythical, I guess. I, I don't know the distinction between the two, but either way, bro, it's kind of crazy. How is he pulling up on, you know what I mean? Like, how come we've never heard of this guy, what he's doing now? Um, Obviously, Ash won the entire thing now. Um, Where this guy at? You feel me? Like, I feel like Facts, that's bro. like. <laughs> Why did they make a guy so OP just to be Ash with all like so called two legendaries? Obviously, his team could have been full with full of four more of them. Like I don't know, man. It's crazy. Like where did he go? Yeah, honestly, this guy just came came and what he was kind of he was kind of reverse plot armor for uh, yo for real <laughs> for Ash. Like he just he was there to just literally shit on everybody and then shit on Ash. But Ash just got through two of his Pokemon. I always thought whenever there's a legendary, there's only one of that Pokemon yeah, in that seriously. whole entire world, right? Like mm-hmm. one Lugia, one Ho-Oh, one Deoxys, one Rayquaza. Like I never just, I never thought there would be multiple because I remember there was a movie post this or or pre this. I don't know if it was post or pre, but it was called um it was a it was a dark ride movie. I forgot what it was called. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that means that there's multiple dark rise, and that's kind of weird, because the whole aspect of this legendary thing is that there's only one one Pokemon of its kind or of its caliber. Maybe. I mean, that's that's what I know of. I know, uh, like we barely ever see legendaries. The only ever, the only legendary I remember seeing that a different um you know gym leader had. Was the Articuno, and that's pretty oh, much yeah. it. Yeah. Other than that, um, I don't really think I've seen anybody else <clears throat> capture a um, a legendary. Obviously, we've seen Kyogre, we've seen Groudon, we've seen Rayquaza, we've seen Deoxys. Like we've seen all these legendaries, but we've never seen them captured except in in these situations. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, if um, if you're a Pokemon nerd, you know, just let me know if I'm wrong and. It's just crazy how um they made a character to literally destroy Ash. I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's get into the, the next one. All right, yo. So coming in at number five is what happened between Brock and Ivy. Um, just to kind of preface this, Ivy was another Pokemon. Um, what what are they called? Professor. She was another professor, kind of like Oak. And um, basically, when Brock first left the team, I believe it was the first time. He asked Ivy to become his research assistant, and obviously, obviously, she said yeah. So when Ash returns and comes back, he sees Brock all by himself, and he asked about what happened between Ivy and you know Brock. Brock didn't want to talk about it. He's like, Nah, man, I, I ain't trying to talk about all that. So we never really found out what happened. Obviously, you know, we we all know how Brock is. Bro is basically the Sanji of uh, the Pokemon world. So. <laughs> I mean, theories could suggest that bro was trying to do a little bit too much. You feel me? But I don't know, man. Yo, what do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? Bro? I don't know, bro. That, that's that's up to y'all to decide, bro. But I don't know, man. Brock was uh, Brock was doing a little bit too much to everybody, bro. Yo, Brock was doing OD to the fact that in the beginning, Misty had to grab his ass, then Max had to grab his ass, and then Krogunk had to grab his ass. Like for three. <laughs> separate seasons slash uh, this is more than three seasons three eras three regions like he had to get his ass dragged by by uh 
it went from a human and it got to the point where a Pokemon had to grab his ass. That's <laughs> funny as hell. This guy is is literally the Sanji of Pokemon, mm-hmm. the master of getting rejected. Um, honestly, I'm not gonna lie, he's just been dealing with mad cockblocks. Like he yeah. might have W Riz. We don't know if he has W Riz. Actually, or not. There, there was one episode where I believe it was in the Battle Frontier, and he found this girl he really liked, and she liked him back. And then they had to part ways for whatever reason. I don't remember. So that obviously never developed, but that there was one racist moment right there, bro. There's a moment <laughs> where he delivered, bro. No, no, I remember that shit. I remember. I remember he did deliver. And yo, we don't know if he has W Riz or not, technically. Obviously, some of the instances L Riz, because even though you know um the, the person he's rising up does not like it, but a lot of the times he goes up to approach and does his riz, uh, he rizzes the girl out. Uh-huh. And then someone is on his ass, bro. Someone is always like, nah, bro. Like, and it's not the girl. It's usually Misty Max or Krogong. <laughs> bro, they've been violating my man's career this whole time. Mm-hmm. I don't know, bro. I feel like a, a better unsolved mystery is, does Brock actually have Riz? I feel like that, that should have been number five. <laughs> yeah, that, that that is a mystery. And it's something we'll never know because... He's always getting his ass pulled out of these situations. I feel like, yo, maybe Krogunk is maybe jealous of his Riz, bro. He's like, nah, bro, you come back. Come back to me. I'm dead. <laughs> yo. <laughs> Let's get into the next one, bro. All right, yo, so coming in at number four is non-Pokemon animals slowly disappearing. So obviously, most of you guys know the theory where, yo, what do Pokemon eat? What do the humans eat? You know what I mean? Like, do do they eat Pokemon? So in the very beginning, you know, you can see like Ash eating, you know, like Ash in the group eating like, mag- it looked like Magikarp kind of, but obviously it was just supposed to be fish. So is there animals in Pokemon and whatnot? So I guess this particular um, unsolved mystery that this author is talking about is just like how they went from eating meat and all that stuff, like, you know, normal day food, whatever, to for it to kind of slowly disappearing. And yeah, I mean, maybe they found out that, yo, know, like, we can't keep defending this, bro. Like, there's no animals in the world. Does that mean that they're eating Pokemon? Uh, maybe they figured that out and they're like, nah, we can't put this in, bro. They got to just eat, like, veggies or some shit. But I don't know, man. Definitely interesting, though. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's funny. It's funny because we literally see Ash holding a chicken leg up right there. Yeah. I see, like, a fake lobster. I, I think that looks like a lobster. Yeah. They always gave the Pokemon the little, like, the pellets, you know, right? the pellets, right? You know what, what that looked like? Have you ever had dibs? Yeah, like the ice cream. Yeah, it I oh, it always reminded me of like the dibs ice cream. Like, yeah, I could, I could seriously have a bowl of that right now. Mm-hmm. But, um, I don't know. They've never really spoken about um, like actual, yeah, like animal animals right. and what they eat. Um, obviously, not everybody in Pokemon is vegetarian. I think it's that's not it's not feasible. I think, um. I think they do eat Pokemon. I think uh, I don't know how that works. <laughs> yeah. I don't, the vegans might be getting tight right now, <laughs> but yeah, they definitely eat. They definitely eat Pokemon, bro. I don't know who's slaughtering them. I don't know which Pokemon we're eating or they're eating, but yeah, they're definitely eating something. Like Ash has to be has has to be eating a Swellow or a Tailow right there. Like, like what's going on here? He has a chicken bone. You can't you bro, can't fake who. Torchic? Torchic? <laughs> yeah, like, he has to be eating something, and um, there's no way he's 
they made it like that has to be a Pokemon. That's all yeah. I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm gonna leave it at that. Has to be a Pokemon. But yeah, yeah. Let's get into the next one. All right. So coming in at number three is the War Lieutenant Surge served in. So if you guys remember, there was this one gym leader, and he was kind of hyping up like how he battled in a war, and uh, he said it. He said it, it's basically equivalent to like World War One in in Pokemon. Obviously, we've never seen anything about a war. Um, obviously, he's not even that much older than Ash. So it must have happened in possibly Ash's lifetime. But yeah, I mean, what what war was it? I guess that's the biggest mystery. Like, was it Pokemon versus Pokemon? Was it human versus human? Human versus Pokemon? What what exactly was this war? So I feel like that's that's a pretty big mystery. Yeah, facts. I mean, that's actually crazy. Like, uh, what I, I'm thinking right now is a Pokemon versus Pokemon battle. That shit would be deadly. You know what, what's popping in my head? Um, the Great Ninja War. Yo. and how they had like you know the the water people the fire ninjas whatnot and they like everyone had their own little sector <laughs> it would just be it would be the same shit but pokemon would be hydro pumping they'd be flamethrowering or they'd be leaf storming it would just be it would be it would just be like a huge um battlefield of straight projectiles and it would just yeah, be crazy yeah. i would love seeing something like that for sure though <laughs> But yeah, the war, I just don't know how this makes sense. Uh, maybe he, I don't know if he commanded, because he's the one with the Raichu, right? This dude? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I don't know if he, he was just, you know, commanding Pokemon or if he was actually fighting. He looks built, like the way they make him yeah. look, they make him look built as if he served he's in a, the war. He's got a dog tag, bro. True, true. Um, He actually might be legit. They might be fighting. Te- maybe Team Rocket is like, mm. maybe, Maybe they're in war with like Team Rocket or, you know, all these Team Aqua, Team whatever, all these teams. Maybe it's them versus the humans. I don't know. But, oh, uh, I mean, there's nothing more I can say about it. But yeah, let's get into the next one. All right. So the next one is what happens to Ash's old Pokemon. So obviously a lot of them go to the like the Pokemon Center. Or I don't even know. Like they like teleport away. The computer, the PC. Yeah, the computer, the computer, the PC, yeah. Um, (laughs) And then some of them he just releases, and then we never really get anything to do with them. Like, for example, uh, Charizard did, bro. bro, Charizard living with his peoples. Um, He said, he said, free, free. Yeah, like, we don't really know what happened to the rest of them, though. Yeah, Charizard in the Charizard Valley, that's that's a good good place for him to be. Uh, I remember he let go of Butterfree. He let go of Beedrill. I think Beedrill. I don't know about Beedrill, but definitely Butterfree he let go of. I remember Primate, one of his... Primeape, he let him go train with the guy. Oh, shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Primeape, like, damn. He let, he, he lets go of, a like, a decent amount of his Pokemon. Um, I just don't... Uh, I know that most of them go to the PC. Half of them are probably in the wild, and the rest of them are probably RIP, to be honest. It's been 20 years, bro. <laughs> B drills out there after 20 years still buzzing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, let's get into the next one. And the last and final unsolved mystery is how Pokemon learn to speak like humans. Obviously, the only biggest example of this is Meowth and how he was talking like straight up. Bro was talking straight human, bro. I don't know where the hell he learned it, bro. Um, it said it was because he was jealous or whatever, but they never really solved this and they never really explained it why. I feel like a lot of stuff in Pokemon just kind of happened in the moment, and then they just never doubled back and resolved it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, definitely when it comes to Meowth, he's probably the only Pokemon that can speak. Like, I've really never seen any other Pokemon speak. 
and it's so funny because they give him a really funny accent. Um, yeah, um, <laughs> his accent is so funny and so recognizable that even if you like, I could just imagine his voice, like speaking right now uh, to Jesse and James. It's it's so funny. It's so iconic. But yeah, they never really go into um, how they speak, how they learn how to speak. Um, Meowth just might be, you know, 1% fo- like, he just might be a 1% Pokemon, you know, top tier, top tier brain. You never know, this dude. He is sneaky. He is like, he has human-like like attributes where he, like, if something's dirty or if something's like, um, he doesn't like something, he'll express it, like, just like a human. He's like the closest thing Pokemon to a human that you could get. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, he has all the raw emotions too, like the jealousy aspect. Bro, bro is conniving, bro. Like Loki, you know what I mean? Like he has all those emotions, and now he can talk. Like what the hell, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean this the character is crazy, bro. Uh, he's he's my favorite member of Team Rocket, and I always loved when at the end of the Team Rocket song, he always used to go like me out. That's right. Like, I don't know. I used to love that shit. But yeah, he's core member of the shit. Core member of the uh, of Team Rocket. They made the balloon off of him. Like, that balloon, the Vyas balloon, I see that balloon get popped way too many times, bro. But yeah, other than that, I mean, I think this wraps it all up in terms of the mysteries. Obviously, there's a lot more mysteries when it comes to Pokemon, but these were the main mysteries. Um, They were very, some of them were very, um, obvious some of them were actually uh stuff that you don't even really recognize until you uh look deep into pokemon like the tobias dark ride thing it really never crossed my mind i mean now it didn't the war this war with the sergeant never crossed my mind a lot of these things just fly past your mind especially as a kid but um yeah i mean pokemon does leave a lot of un un how do you say it like loose strings okay, right yeah i feel like yeah, honestly in the moment we never really question any of these things which is kind of funny bro but i'm gonna be honest man you're you're 100 right like we never questioned you know what what the hell is ash eating uh, like you can straight up see like an animal obviously you've never seen an animal all these random stuff that happened i agree with you old man but i feel like that's one of the allures of um of uh pokemon man it, it was fun as a kid you know nobody really cared how deep it went it was just fun in the moment man yeah i mean nobody else but the author what what is the author's name let's give him a little shout out no idea oh of this article of, the, <laughs> of this article he's the only one that that goes into the mysteries of pokemon bro. <laughs> yeah um it is <laughs> hannah grimes so hannah grimes I'll, fantastic article we'll leave a link in the description so you guys can check it out too but damn yeah, I mean, it was a blast. Love the article. Um, surprised that you went this deep into Pokemon. I want to see how crazy of a Pokemon fan uh, you really are. But um, in general, it was a really fun episode. And yeah, I think that wraps it up. Yeah, that's going to be it for this episode. Make sure you guys check out the link in the description for drop click. Make sure you guys use code Anime Plus for 10% off. But yeah, we'll catch you guys in the next episode of Anime Plus. Peace. Peace.